listening to the She's Going Places podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and welcome back to another Wednesday. This week's episode is sponsored by Celsius. Just kidding. My energy is sponsored by Celsius, and I would love for an episode to be sponsored by Celsius. Free promo, I know, but actually obsessed with them, kind of bouncing off the walls right now, but we love a high energy podcast. I hope you guys are having a great week. You've had a great week. You're going to have a great week whenever you're listening to this. I hope this blesses your day. If you're new here, I'm Taylor. I'm so glad that you're here. And if you are an SGP regular, welcome back. Can't wait to chat with y'all. Okay, so let's just kind of hop into... I don't want to call it a new segment because I'm not committed. We're going to try it out. We're going to see how it goes because I feel like most like big girl podcasts, you know, like that's like put together. They know their stuff. They have segments and she's going places, does not have segments. I kind of just hop on, kind of just turn on the mic, kind of just do whatever the heck I want to do. But I figured for this week's episode, we should have a segment. And now everyone knows what highs and lows are, right? Everyone does them. Everyone knows them. I used to do highs and lows with my family at the dinner table growing up, so they're very nostalgic for me. We would do them pretty much either like weekly or every day where we'd do highs and lows of our day or highs or lows of our week. And actually, me and my college roommates will do it whenever we do family dinner and we'll do our highs and lows because we actually act like a family. It's pretty cute. And so I figured with all my years of experience doing these highs and lows, let's talk about our week. I feel like sometimes with these episodes, I get so bogged down on like what the episode's about. And you guys are always like, Taylor, I want to hear about your life. I want to know what's going on. And sometimes I feel like that's boring. But today, we're going to just chat. And so sit back, relax. We're going to, okay, really, are you guys ready? Cute names. So the highs are going to be my going places moments. And the lows are going to be going nowhere. You know, you got it. Cute branding. We love it. Okay, so let's talk about my going places moments. So this week, I just have to tell you all about this. I got home from I don't even know what I was doing. And there was the most gorgeous sunset. Like I walked in, it was like nothing. And all of a sudden, our entire apartment was like lit up pink and purple. And we were like, what? And we frolicked outside into like our apartment backyard to find like a pink, purple, orange, gorgeous sky. I mean, what? It was the most beautiful thing I have seen in a long time because I really am a sucker for sunsets. People are either like sunrise or sunset people. I really don't like waking up early, so sunsets are definitely more my jam. And The Florida sunrises and sunsets are actually unmatched. Like, sorry, they don't get any better than that. But this Alabama sunset really just reminded me of home, which was kind of sweet. And it got me excited to be home for part of the summer, get a good taste of what a classic beach sunset's going to look like. But seriously, it was absolutely gorgeous. I took some pictures, no filter. They were crazy. And it was just like a happy way to end the night. I think. But then I was like gone in 10 minutes, but it definitely made me really happy. You know, another going places moment of the week is I made a charcuterie board for the first time. 
I feel like I look like the kind of girl that knows how to make a charcuterie board. Like, people definitely make that assumption about me, and I definitely did not. Like, I've always wanted to make one, and I'll see them on Pinterest, or people will post them on their Instagram stories, and they look amazing. I don't really care about eating them, if I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't care about cheese or, like, crackers. Like, that kind of food, I I couldn't care less. But the aesthetic of a charcuterie board, hello. And the truth of the matter is, is I feel like, you know, I'm getting older. I'm in my 20s. I'm about to get married. Like, a girl needs to know how to make a charcuterie board. And so I recruited some of my friends, which they didn't really know this at the time, to, like, help me. (laughs) Again, I was just going to sit back and, like, learn how to make one. So I went shopping with my roommate, Kat, and she was, like, telling me what cheeses we needed to pick out. Like, there's hard cheeses and soft cheeses, and you, like, certain cheeses pair with certain meat that pair with certain crackers and, like, jams and berries. And, like, there's a lot more that goes into it. I thought I was just setting things up cute on a platter for pictures no like there's like a science to it and so I learned a little bit about that and then my friend Katie came over and helped us assemble her brought her cute charcuterie boards over and we did the dang thing and it actually turned out pretty great I made one of those TikTok like roses out of salami because I was like this is the one thing I can contribute like I've seen this on TikTok about a hundred times I can definitely contribute to this and so I did and everyone was very impressed and it definitely is not hard at all, but I I enjoyed the flex that it gave me. And I don't know, I feel like in my journey to become a wife soon, like that was just something I needed to do. So I'm glad I got to check that one off. That was definitely a going places moment. And my last going places moment is I've been making a lot of TikToks. And listen, I'm a little TikTok, like I love TikTok. You guys know, I talk about TikTok all the time. And I watch and consume a lot of TikTok. I don't create or post a lot of TikToks. You know, I'm more of a TikTok observer, if you will. Um, not really a creator. And it has come to my attention that that I really need to start upping the game on the She's Going Places TikTok, which I have. So shameless plug right now. Please go follow at She's Going Places podcast on TikTok. I think we're about to hit 100 followers. I know, not to flex, kind of a big deal. But I've actually been trying to, like, post. Like, it, it would go from, like, once, like, every, like, two months. Like, I've been posting. Today I posted two. Isn't that crazy? Um, And I'm just, like, kind of posting whatever, not taking it as seriously, but still taking it seriously. And so hopefully one day I'll just go TikTok viral and that will solve all my problems. But I literally was talking to my friend um, who also has a podcast. Her name's Carmen. She's at the Girly Girl Podcast. If you've heard of her, she's great. She has literally popped off on TikTok and I literally FaceTimed her and said, girl, how? Like, how did you accomplish this? Because I absolutely need to know. And she was so kind, and she gave me some advice, some encouragement, definitely helped a girl out, and I was feeling super, super blessed. So she motivated me to start posting. So shout out to you, Carmen. You're a gem. Okay, let's hop into my going nowhere moments of the week. There's less, because... Why would we dwell on the bad things? Also, if you guys can hear the weather in the background, I'm in the middle of a severe thunderstorm. So if you hear thunder or lightning or rain, it's not my fault. There's really nothing I could do about it. So we're just going to have, it's kind of ASMR. So I don't know if you guys love that kind of stuff, but it's just going to kind of be the background noise. Hate to tell you, would love for it to stop. 
but it won't. So we're just going to deal. It's going to be great. So my going nowhere moments are that I'm bored. <laughs> and I mean that like as great as I, I can say it, I'm bored because it's finals week here at Samford and I don't really have any finals. And my friends are all busy because they do have finals. And I know what you're thinking, Taylor, count your blessings that you don't have finals. Well, that might be the first question. The second question is, is Taylor, you are a senior in college. How do you not have any finals? Let me tell you. My major is public relations and advertising, to keep it simple. And we had these huge campaigns that we were doing all semester. And the campaign presentations wrapped the like last week before finals, we had to do all of that. And so really I was done last week. I have random assignments that I need to turn in, some quizzes I had to take, a couple like small papers. But in all reality, if I sat there and really grinded it all out, I could do all of it in like three hours. And so I have decided to stretch all of that work for this entire week. And I do about 20 minutes of work a day because I am so bored okay? Because no one can pay attention to me or spend time with me or hang out with me and no one has time to do that, duh, because they're all like taking chemistry finals and doing hard things. And so I'm definitely kind of bored this week. That's probably why my TikTok game has increased, but that's my, that's a going nowhere moment. But the thing is, is this transitions into my next going nowhere moment is I'm sad because my junior slash beginning of senior year is ending. So like at the end of this week, it's the weirdest thing when it comes to finals in college as opposed to high school. Because when you're in high school, you take finals and it's awful, but then nothing happens. You see your friends the day after and then summer and it's happy. When you're in college, you're finishing up finals and then people are leaving. What? I have friends who are seniors who are graduating that I'm, I might not see again. That's awful. I have friends who are transferring. That's awful. Like, you're saying these big goodbyes, like for a bunch of my friends, I'm not going to see them for two months. And so it's coupled with the stress of finals and the sadness of saying bye and like eras ending. And if you're in college or have been in college, understand me. If you haven't, let me tell you. Each year of college feels like a new decade of your life. And so I would say my junior year is its own season. And I'm thinking, okay, that's over now. And so in all reality, it's all four years and that's really technically one season, but I feel like a different person every time I come back. And now once this week is done and all my assignments are submitted, technically I've been a senior this entire time, but I'm a senior and then I only have one semester left of college. And so that has definitely had me in sad girl hours. So those are my going places and going nowhere moments of the week. I don't know if I'll keep this segment. Kind of liked it. Kind of like telling you all about all these things. Let me know. Just let me know. But I know you guys are here for what this title was about because you're all probably thinking to yourself and what you guys have been telling me on Instagram is Taylor it's finals help because you all and I will say <laughs> I would most of the time agree with the statement but you guys are always like Taylor you seem like the most motivated person ever and you seem like you get all this stuff done you're so involved you're doing so many things how do you balance it all which I've done episodes about balancing my life and getting motivated like I've done all of those episodes but you're asking for tips about how this applies to finals and so I know it seems like <laughs> I can't give you any advice because I'm not going through it right now but actually 
I have a lot to say about the topic. So I'm just going to kind of hop in here and talk about finals, give you guys some tips about like studying tips and like how to manage finals. And in the end, just kind of encourage y'all and then you'll head on. So it's the end of the year. Obviously, it's final season. Whether you're in college or high school, you're taking exams, you're doing finals, there's AP exams, there's regular class exams, you could be in honors classes, regular classes, you guys could be studying for like the GMAT or the LSAT or the GRE. Like there's so many things going on and you're probably stressed because during final season, normally I am the queen of stress. When I was in high school, I was quite literally the most motivated person Ever. I don't know what I was on and I didn't even drink caffeine. I didn't do anything like I was <laughs> I just was self I don't even know where all this energy came from, but I Just had like a goal in my head and I I couldn't shake it And that's like the truth of the matter is I still do this is like I put a deadline or a goal or Like a task in my head like if I say I'm gonna get an A in the class like nothing else can physically happen or if I say episodes have to go out every Wednesday, there's physically nothing that will keep me from doing that because I like run my own schedule. There's no rules that say I have to upload every Wednesday, but I said that I was going to upload every Wednesday. Therefore, there is an episode out for you guys every Wednesday at 6am. And so I am just continually motivated by this internal like calendar and clock and this idea of like holding myself to a certain standard. And so when I was in high school, that was crazy because I had a, a lot more of that in quantity and I would do it to almost every other like deficit. But since I've been in college, I've done a burnout episode where I talked to you about how I burnt out in high school. Coming to college has made me, I'm going to say the L word. And so that's about to be really tough. But college has made me lazy. I know, I know, Taylor, lazy, in the same sentence, it's disgusting to me too. I hate it. But I will admit is I have gotten pretty lazy in college. College is slower paced. I've never taken an 8am. Things like, you know how when you're in high school and the teacher's like, your college professors aren't gonna, like, aren't gonna give you this much grace, or your college professors won't deal with this. That's not true. <laughs> your at least at Samford, your college professors are wonderful and very accommodating, and a lot, with some of them, like, deadlines aren't really a real thing, and they're very easygoing and understanding, and, I mean, some of them, you know, like, sometimes, like, there's, like, very serious deadlines, and it's like, get over it, like, you you can't get out of that. But in general, the ease of college has really gotten to me. Not to mention that my major is definitely along the lines of easier academically. Like I can't even tell you the last time I've really taken a test. It's not lecture style, notes, study, memorize, take a test, or consume all of this information and regurgitate it. Everything that I'm doing is very applied. It's just a different style of like learning and it's a, it's like a different skill. And so it's a lot of let me teach you how to do this and you have to come up with an even creative, like a more creative way to do it and execute it. And you're actually doing real execution. So you're running full ad campaigns. You're running full PR campaigns and actually taking over social media and implementing all of these things that you're learning. You're actually creating content 
and turning it in and so there's not a lot of like test and cram sort of vibe so once I got done with most of my gen eds that's kind of been over for me so definitely I would say easier on like the stress side of academics when it comes to deadlines though for the things that I'm creating in these huge campaigns very stressful but because I love what I'm doing it doesn't feel as awful and so in general that this this whole thing <laughs> has just made me a little bit more relaxed in my college experience and so during this season where I've just been so consumed honestly with this idea that college is ending I have really bolstered my social schedule <laughs> and so therefore this week finals week I've had plans every night I've had places to be I've scheduled lunches and dinners and we're going out and we're doing movie nights and we're gonna go to a karaoke bar and we're gonna go do whatever the heck I want to do and so my academia has definitely not not been at the forefront of my mind but because my final week isn't super stressful that's been okay it's all about health and wellness it's all about balance take it how you will right now hunter is absolutely drowning he has like five exams he can barely facetime me for five minutes and he's like sorry taylor gotta go grind and that's how all my friends have been and so i'm kind of on a different wavelength but i definitely hear you about finals or end of the year all of your exams, maybe it's your AP exams. Gosh, AP exams, stressful. Like, I hear you about the stress. And I've done, I've been there. I've done it. I've written the 15-page papers in a night. I know. I've taken the exam. Like, I've done all of it. And so, normally, I'm very motivated. We've talked about that. We know that. But if you're anything like me at the moment, even with the little bit that I have to do, the will <laughs> to press on is low. I will open my computer and just stare into space. Like, I keep on looking at my friends and saying, I cannot be bothered to do this because I think it's because I have such little amount to do. Like, I've conquered the big parts of my grades for the semester, and really, in general, everything's done. So, writing like one page, like journals or reflections about something I just don't want to do, I physically cannot make myself do it. Because I have, I have time and I technically don't have to do it. And if I really tried, I could do it in 10 minutes. And so what's the point of doing it right now? I could shop. I could watch TikTok. I could, I'm literally watching like five TV shows right now. I have a different TV show with almost every single one of my roommates because I'm just trying to fill the time in other places. And I just don't want to do anything. Once again, lazy. And so all of these little tasks feel like marathons. So if you can relate to me, and even if you're feeling like the big pressure of finals and maybe that is so overwhelming to you that you just don't even know where to start and it stresses you out and like the pressure's on. Like I know like for some of you, like your finals like determines like your if you're gonna like pass the class or if you're gonna keep your scholarship or there's a lot on the line or like you have to get that grade on your transcript or it deeply affects what colleges you can apply to boy I have really been there and so I feel the weightiness of finals and it's like you're like literally refreshing the page like every five minutes to see like how much that will like affect your grade and so let's hop into the tips let me give you the rundown of all of my advice about finals week about how to get yourself motivated and to ultimately just encourage y'all. The first one I'm going to say is <laughs> drink caffeine. <laughs> and normally I would never say that. And the truth of the matter is not a coffee girl. I just can't do it. It hurts my stomach. You guys know that. But I drank a Celsius right before this. And while I was making this outline. 
and I was legitimately jittery. Like, I got up and I had to do jumping jacks. And the truth of the matter is, it's like, I was like, of course I'm going to go record this podcast right now because I have so much energy. And almost by drinking caffeine, now granted, if you're too young to drink caffeine, don't. Like, don't do it. I was not a big caffeine person in high school. Um, I've definitely, like I said, gone into the Celsius since I've been in college. But if you normally partake in caffeine, the caffeine, <laughs> have you guys seen those TikToks? I hate that I do this. Where it says, oh, you don't want to go to the gym. And then they take, like, they dry scoop their pre-workout. I'm like, well, now you have to. It's the same thing. It's like, drink a Celsius and then you are literally wired. And then you have no choice, but you're like, okay, now I'm like super, super motivated. That's how I felt about recording this. Cause I kept on thinking, oh, I have time. I have time. I have time. And it was like, no, I'm going to do it right now. And I'm so jazzed to do it. And so be responsible with that. Take that all with a grain of salt. Like I said, know your limits, know how much caffeine you can drink. Like I can't, I cannot hang with people about caffeine. Like only a little bit of caffeine will go a long way for me. So just be self-aware, but yes, caffeine helpful. My next tip would be to set small goals. Finals can be really daunting, and if you're sitting at the beginning of the week saying, I have three, four, five, six, seven plus exams that I have to take by the end of this week, that is nauseating and overwhelming, and quite honestly, I wouldn't know where to start either. And so your brain is so powerful, and it can really compartmentalize and can work for you, and so my biggest encouragement is to set small goals. And then that way you're having small wins, which is ultimately rewarding your brain. You see, if you're sitting there and you think about this mountain of work you have to do and you only chip away a section of it, you're, you'll still be thinking that you're defeated being like, I still have all this to do. As opposed if you sat down for two hours and you said, in this two hours, I'm going to get X amount of work done and then you succeed, then you feel the win. Your brain, like, chemically, I don't really know all the science behind it, but I know this is true. Like chemically, like your brain will release endorphins and you're almost like rewarding yourself and then take a break, which I'll get to talking about breaks. But those two go like hand in hand and then you like feel like you're chugging along as opposed to looking at this huge mountain. I mean, this is like not new news. Like just make smaller goals and then you can actually achieve them. If you're a big to-do list girl like I am on my Google calendar, I set all those reminders and the satisfaction of crossing something off right there like is going to fuel you to keep going if you're anything like me. Another tip that I have is to listen to like a study playlist. My roommate listens to piano music when she studies. You could listen to an instrumental. Don't listen to music that you like know the words to or you want to bop to or that can be distracting. Like, don't listen to music you actually like, okay? Don't do that because it's just going to distract you and all of a sudden it's going to be 20 minutes later and you're going to have gotten nothing done because you're just like beeping and bopping to music and it will be easily distract you. Um, another thing, I don't have this on here, but a bunch of my friends have like studying apps where it's this app and you can like grow a tree and it basically locks your phone from seeing other apps and you can set the amount of time. And so another tip is when you're studying, just don't have your phone near you, like put it in your backpack, turn it off. You don't need to see notifications. You don't need to feel notifications. You physically do not need anything to distract you because if you're anything like me, like right now, I will distract myself. Like, I will stare and look at some dust. I will stare and watch the rain. I will do anything in a natural element. So you do not need your phone constantly digging with texts or Instagram notifications. That's going to play into the distraction. So just put your phone away. And then the studying playlist kind of just, like, helps, like, chug you along. 
Also, if you're studying in groups, it's good to have headphones in with that music so you're not really hearing people talk. I know that can be really distracting. Um, I use noise-canceling headphones, and they are game-changers when I want to get something done. My next tip would be to change your scenery. I cannot stress this enough. If you stay and study in the same place over and over and over and over again, you're going to get bored because basically, at least this has been my experience, if I do all of this work in the same place, I just don't get as much done because you your body just gets like antsy and you get really bored with the space that you're in and then all of a sudden you're focused on how uncomfortable you are or that you've been there for a long time. And so I would definitely tell you to change your scenery. Like if you've been studying at your apartment or in your room for a long time, maybe get up, go for a drive, head to the library or go to a coffee shop. Or if you've been at the coffee shop for a long time, get up and then go sit on your couch. There's just, you need to change it up. Like if you've been in your room, maybe go into your living room, go into different people. Like you need to like change it up. So that way your brain is like, can associate that you're constantly trying to change things and trying to study and do all those different things, you know? My next tip would definitely be to try different studying techniques. It depends on what you're studying for, but if you're studying for like an exam or finals, in the same way that you get really bored when you're doing like cardio exercises, like if you're going to do like the classic, like the 12, 3, 30, the 30 minutes on that treadmill feels like a century, but I saw someone post that like you want to make your cardio go faster, do five minutes on every machine. And there's something about it where you can think, oh, I can do this for five minutes and it's quick and you're constantly like giving yourself something new. Like think about dogs. Like when you, I'm comparing you to a dog, sorry. But when you give a dog new toys, they, they're so much more excited. And so it's the same for your studying. You need to try different things, whether you're like you're writing things down, you're reading things, you're using flashcards, you're using whiteboards. By diversifying your studying, you're going to make it more interesting. If you're just going to lay there and watch lectures for five hours, you're not going to be able to pay attention. But if you go and you alternate between quizzing yourself on Quizlet and then like writing things down and then writing on a whiteboard, I love writing on whiteboards when I need to memorize or like study big things. Whiteboards are literally my best friend. Or maybe you just like need to read something and then think about it. Like you need to just change it up for yourself. Same thing with the setting. It's just your brain. You just need to... I don't want to say like spice it up for your brain, but that's really what it is. It's, it's so easy to get brain fog or brain fatigue when you're studying for these long periods of time. And so if you don't change it up or keep it interesting, like you're just going to zone out. And so you definitely want to like peak your brain, peak your curiosity, peak like how you're thinking and like challenge yourself in different ways. And in my experience, that has helped me learn things quicker and more efficiently and honestly just like get a better like use out of my studying time because I know it in all of these different ways, especially with memorization. I know if I just study note cards, then I only know them in like that order. And then all of a sudden you get to the test and you have to like write things down and you're like, shoot, I only know, I, I know them via note cards and it's not super helpful, especially if you get like test anxiety, diversifying your studying helps because then when you're actually taking the exam, you're more prepared and equipped to handle questions presented in different ways. And so that's definitely a pro tip. My next tip would be to definitely move your body and clear your head. I know for me, sometimes sitting there, I get to a point where I peak and nothing I do at that point is going to be productive. I could sit there for another hour or like fight through like my brain fog. 
I've learned, at least in my experience, that doesn't work for me. There comes a point where I peak and no productivity will happen. So at that point, it's so much better for me to get up and clear my head, whether that's go on a walk or go work out or even just like leave the space and just just legitimately clear your head, whether that's like you need to take a social media break and like go on TikTok or you need to like go lay down or take a nap or watch TV. Like doing something where you're not thinking about your finals or exams or what you're studying at all will be so much more helpful in the long run because And that just goes into my idea of, like, you need to take breaks because the break time, like, helps you, like, replenish. And it's also helping you retain a lot of the stuff that you're learning because then your brain's able to stop and absorb everything that you've just gone over and then able to, like, restart again. Like, if you never give yourself a break, like, then it's just, like, trucking along. And if even if that goes for, like, writing a paper, like, if you have a big paper to write, if you're just, like, plugging and chugging for seven hours straight, like odds are what you're writing isn't even that great and if you're not taking the time to stop and go back and read it or like relax or like rest your brain like your brain is just straining and straining and straining and then it's going to be harder and harder and harder for you to write that paper for you to memorize that definition for you to finish that presentation because it's just like strained and so just value taking breaks and my one of my favorite breaks to do is to like go like move your body walk around go have a fun conversation with someone take a nap do whatever you need to do So those really are my final tips um, for getting through and crushing your finals. If you're unmotivated, just try some of these different things. I know sometimes if none of this is super great for you and this idea of like sitting down and getting started, you're just like, Taylor, it's not going to happen. None of this applies. Like all of this is if I've already started. Totally agree. I hear you. If you physically cannot get off that couch to get started, I don't know how else to like word this, but sometimes I just not need to be tough on myself, but it's like, it's now or never. Like, get up, girl. Like, it's almost incentivizing yourself because I love to think, if I study now and I get all this done, well, then I can go to this social event for two hours or then it's all about incentives, I think, especially when you're, like, bogging yourself down for all these hours and, like, a week of finals is very fatiguing. And so take the time to do that for yourself. And so I really hope that all of this helps you guys and inspires you going into finals week or if you're in finals week maybe try this for the latter half of your week or if it's coming up just prepare um everyone's different though and so you only really know what's best for you if you can't study in groups don't know yourself when I was in high school going to Starbucks to study with my friends no I would have gotten nothing done I wasn't mature enough to do that. So definitely know yourself, know your study habits, know if you need a quiet or if you need like a moderately loud space or if you like working with a lot of noise, like you just need to kind of try different things out and figure out what works best for you. But ultimately, I'm going to leave you with this encouragement. It's just a test. It's just a paper. It's just a grade. And none of this really defines you. I get it. Like, your GPA is super important. Like, sometimes, like, big things are on the line. So I'm not trying to diminish that by saying this. But what I will say, what I wish someone would have, like, shook me and said, if anyone's out there like me, that was, like, I was going to, like, punish myself if I did not get, like, straight A's, 4.0, whatever. It's, it just doesn't, these grades don't define you. Even if you fail a class and have to retake it, or even if, like, worst case scenario, getting a good grade or passing this final is not your purpose. It does not 
Like your identity is not skewed from before you failed your final to after you failed your final. You are still who you are. You are still just as chosen as you once were. Like this does not <laughs> affect your worth by any sense of the term. And I know it's so easy to find your identity and get so wrapped up in grades and finals. And, and a lot of times when you're in college and you're like a junior or senior and this affects like what job you can get into or if you're a freshman and sophomore, it affects what school you get into um, at your college or if you're in high school, this affects what colleges you go to in your transcript. The truth of the matter is, is you are going to end up exactly where you need to be. Despite whatever grade you got on your transcript, you're going to go to the college you're supposed to be at. Despite whatever grade you get in college, you're going to end up doing whatever you do post-grad. Like, you cannot change your purpose or alter your worth based on a final. However, you should do your best and you should try your hardest to succeed. But I know for me, that was really never the problem. It wasn't me not caring. It was me caring too much. So that's my advice to me a couple years ago that getting the A minus or like not doing as well is okay and 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 nothing ruins that for you. I don't know. It seems so silly me saying it now being like, well, I ended up exactly where I'm needing to be and honestly, I didn't need as great of grades as I got in high school and I really like labored myself over nothing and I just found so much value and so much worth into what those numbers looked like even just for the sake of it like I would like ruin myself to get an A plus in the class and I would like hate honestly if I'm being super um honest with y'all like hate myself if I didn't succeed in that way and I know some of you were thinking really we're talking about A's like that's ridiculous and I would now I could agree with you but at the time, each grade and each letter and each number felt like life or death to me. And I just found so much value in what those scores were. And so my encouragement, if no one's ever said it to you, is that your worth is not found in these numbers. It's not found in your grades. It's not found in your GPA. And so take that with a grain of salt. Do your best, but also be gentle with yourself this week. Um, but you got it. I'm already so proud of you. I know you guys are going to do amazing on your finals. I'm so, so proud. Please DM me and let me know if any of these tips helped. I seriously think the world of y'all and I really hope that this blesses you in any way, shape, or form. Um, so yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of She's Going Places. Your support of the podcast seriously means the world to me. If you haven't had the chance to do it yet and you loved this episode, please go down below and leave us a review. It seriously changes the game for She's Going Places. If you could leave a review, tell me what you think. It honestly just makes my day when I get to read them and y'all are the best for ever doing them. Um, if you don't follow at She's Going Places podcast on Instagram, definitely go check it out. We're pumping content, like I said. TikTok is at She's Going Places podcast. And that's about it. I really, really, really love y'all. Okay, to finish this off, I just wanted to leave you guys with a quick little verse that I'm sure you guys know, but it just always encourages me. So it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And that's Philippians 4, 6-7. through 7. And so, I hope you guys have the best week. You guys are going to crush your finals. I'm so proud of you, and I'm definitely going to be praying for y'all.